0: Vantage Point Racing Podcast, all you ever wanted to know about racehorse ownership and more. Go behind the scenes with me, Ilka Gansara Lebec, and get to know the stars of this wonderful sport of kings. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 20 of the Vantage Point Racing Club Podcast. We have a full-packed episode for you guys today, and I'm here with Stephen Wallace, my co-host, and club member, Debbie Nichols. Hi, you guys.
1: Hello, both. Hello, Ilka. Hello, Debbie. How are you both? Yeah, good.
2: Let's hope uh, it's a bit late for Happy New Year. Let's hope it's Happy New Year for everybody involved with Ilka's amazing yard.
1: Yes, amazing, Ilka. A winner yesterday, once a day.
0: Yeah, there was good prize money on offer, so we made use of it down the road at Chelmsford on the Sunday bonus series thing. Um, Yeah, and the other horses have been running well too, so we've had three seconds already near misses so it's always good to get that first win on the board as early as you can in the new year
1: yeah you've had a frustrating run of seconds you had uh, once a day was second on the 6th of January white mist uh, second on the 7th of January and then Kingwell advantage point racing club horse second on the 18th of January it must have been great to finally get a winner
0: yeah yeah I mean when they're running well you can't win them all but yeah it's it's good to get that duck off your back. So. Uh, let's keep going
1: once a day running very consistently
0: yeah he's a he we've always believed in this horse he's a winner at two three and four now and there's still more improvement to come from him so it's all about keeping him happy and healthy and ticking over
1: first time he's won over a mile
0: yeah you could see when he won at Chelmsford over seven that he liked every inch of the trip, and and even yesterday he really th- thrived at it. The way he um, finished, you know, it it really suited him.
1: His his third win in twelve twelve races. What's next up for Once a Day?
0: I think I'm gonna try to make as you know, there's good prize money on offer in those Sunday races that they're trialing on Sunday evenings. So there's a mile race for him at Newcastle. Um, on the next sunday meeting they're going to have up there that should suit him too. Uh he's run there once before when things didn't go to plan, but that's a long time ago. So that the mile at Newcastle should really suit his galloping style and and the way, you know, he has a huge stride. So that'll suit.
1: And King Kingwell the Vantage Point Racing Club uh, horse, uh, fourth on the or uh, well, since we last spoke, he was fourth at Wolverhampton uh, on the 18th of December fourth again at Wolverhampton on the 12th of January. And then second at Chelmsford on the 18th of January, January, he's been running well.
0: Yeah. It's all in his head, that little horse. So yeah, he loves the all weather and he's in a good f- frame of mind right now. So long may it continue with him. Uh, you know, he's due to win another race. You know, he really, that was a close call the other day. So, um, he's back penciled in for some races, he likes it at Wolverhampton but he handled Chelmsford well as well.
1: He likes to keep busy, Kingwell.
0: He's old enough now, you know, once they get to that stage and they're uh, at that level, you can keep those horses on the go, get them in a good rhythm and keep them ticking over in between races um that really suits this kind of horse.
1: And Debbie is a Vantage Point Racing Club member. Have you been following the races?
2: I have. And and I and I think that what it shows is that you don't have to spend a fortune, and I'm thinking particularly about uh, a couple that you've managed to pick up extremely favorably, Ilka. I, I I don't know if you wanted to just, and I know it's not luck, but you know when you go to the sales, there is an element of luck. But um, they they have proven real bargains um, without mentioning which ones. But did you want to just say a little bit about? how you look at a horse at the sales and and how good it is to see something when you've seen others go through the ring at millions to turn it round for owners without expecting them to break the bank
0: well when you're buying horses in training it's um it's a different story than buying yearlings you know you're also like studying the form going through all their races and um that's really important to analyze all the races and you have all the history of the horse so um, that's when you can really pick up the bargains. Horses are always at their highest value or level when they're when they get sold as yearlings, and then uh, you can pick up really well-bred horses um, a few years down the line at the horses and training sale. Sometimes they have some back form or they have just class and in, in their pedigree. So, yep, that's what you you know you need to you need to put in the work. And uh, you're right; there's nothing has to do with luck here. It's all about, you know, putting in the work and, um, yeah, there's no luck in racing.
1: Good time to catch up with George Wood, your regular jockey, who has uh, been riding most of your horses and is very familiar with Kingwell. And I caught up with him yesterday to talk about the Vantage Point Racing Club horse, Kingwell.
3: Yeah, Kingwell's running really, really well. Um, he's been ultra-consistent. What's something we've, yeah, we was. Really pleased to see him doing. Um, obviously, yeah, the two fourths at Wolverhampton and the second at Chelmsford last week when he was unlucky not to win. Um, he just really sort of turned up this uh last few weeks. And yeah, so, since uh Aliyah has been riding um, riding him at home, I think um Stefan and Ilka's uh daughter and she I was going to give her the full credit because since she's been riding him, he's been he's been really consistent putting it all together. Um, Ilka backed him up pretty quickly. Um uh, after Wolverhampton into Chelmsford and that's, that's arguably his best race he's ever ran so it's nice to see that he takes his racing well and he's enjoying it and we can uh, yeah, fingers crossed he'll be getting his head back in front very, very soon
1: Two recent wins also on the Philly White Mist and Once a Day
3: Yeah no, we finished off the season uh, in December really well uh, the horse was absolutely flying um, and just, they still are going to 2024 uh, I think we had two, two or three seconds in a row which uh, was very frustrating but Unfortunately, I wasn't around on Sunday, but um, it's nice to see once a day he get his head back in front, and yeah, Ilka and Stefan have their, their first win for the for the year. So I'm sure there's more to come as Kingwell's in in flying form. He'll be hopefully getting his head back in front soon. And White Mr, she's she's still thereabouts, and yeah, once a day, he's he's on the up again. So you know, those exciting times.
1: And for Vantage Point Racing Club members, what's it like to have some of the members there when you're riding
3: for them? Yeah, it's great. You know, honestly, it, it, I love going. At, Love riding for owners that you just enjoy being at the races, and you can tell they they just love their racing and they they understand it as well. It's it's it's, it's easy. You can, you can ride for these big owners that have plenty of horse and plenty of money, but they just don't seem to get the same buzz out of it as sort of you want to come racing and actually come and enjoy enjoy the day out. So it's, it's it's nice to be there and have the support when you when you're going out to ride.
1: Debbie, a good time to mention. Uh... The great value of being a Vantage Point Racing Club member—a twenty pound a month.
2: It's actually quite hard to keep up with, um, how, you know, where they are and how well they're going. Um, so, uh, you know, the 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 nod, the nod, and the wink. Even even watching um, Ilka's other horses is is fascinating um, to see those youngsters come through and and and, and uh, how well they're doing. And of course, the excitement. I I understand that our former hurdle mare, who's had her beautiful golden horn foal is back cantering Ilka.
0: Yeah, she's back cantering. She's a lot of work. I forgot uh, what a pain she actually is. So it's going to be a, a long journey back. Stefan was like, have fun with that, but, uh, yep, no hiccups. So it's all going to plan and, um, just going to be a lot of sweating and, a lot of sore muscles on my part. She hasn't mellowed then. No, not at all. And I kind of forgot about it. That's kind of strange how the brain works, isn't it? You always remember the good. And I was like, Oh no, I forgot about this. And I forgot about this. So no, she hasn't changed one bit, which probably is it. I mean, it's a good thing, right? They're race horses. They need the character and uh, she's
2: feisty. Hasn't mellowed. I remember the good, the good days at Worcester, the good days at, at uh, Southall with with Nick. Um, so uh, yeah, that's kind of what they say about mayor, isn't it? You know, you you have to take them as they come, and if you get a good one, they usually got a little little bit about them.
1: What's news? Some um, Ilkaron just wants his fall.
2: Oh, he's just growing. I guess
0: no news is good news. We don't pester them. They send the bill. We pay the bill. Uh we just leave them to it. They're busy at the stud with folding and, uh, towards the end of the year, there's always the, the sales that usually studs go to and all that, you know, with the mare sale and stuff. And then it goes straight into the folding season. So, um, we just, uh, no news is good news if we don't hear from them, but he's growing. He's a correct, he's a nice mover and he, um, has a little bit of his mother's attitude. I guess he's the boss in the Sounds like he's the boss in the group. Um, So they love him over there. And we'll we'll go pick him up um, to be broken in in the fall.
1: And you're still taking names for the Just Once Golden Horn combination?
0: Yeah, exactly. So get your um, entries in before the end of the month. We said January 31st is the deadline, so get those entries in. If you haven't already done so, the list is growing, and um, we'll see, you know, what else we get. There's been some pretty nice, um, what compositions, let's say, pretty interesting. So we'll maybe we'll do another shout out on social media for this because there was some replies, weren't there, Stephen?
1: Yeah, there was. Debbie, what did you think to uh, ITV racing commentator Richard Hoyle's suggestion of trumpet solo?
2: I thought it was I thought it was excellent and I thought it took a different slant from the the horn and the although clearly it's a um yeah you've got that instrument uh, thing in there and the just ones uh, to me actually that's to me that's the best, particularly if we can then attribute it at some stage to somebody who sees countless horses day in day out and he's a name isn't he he's a name
1: that's right any more names from yourself?
2: Uh, no, I've just jotted down though to see if there's anything else I can think of between everything else that's going through my head at the moment, and I, and I, and a note the, I note the closing date. Put it that way.
1: I've got another name actually from uh, one of the new members of the Vantage Point Racing Club uh, podcast from down under, Carolyn Pirro, who came up with Ray of Sunshine.
0: Oh yeah, I put hers on the list already. How, yeah, so you spoke to her, huh?
1: Yes, I spoke to Carolyn. She lives uh, in Melbourne, Australia, and um, to find out how she became a member of the Vantage Point Racing Club Down Under. And uh, before we chat about Carolyn, let's hear what she had to say. Carolyn, how come you're living in Melbourne and you're a member of the Vantage Point Racing Club?
4: Oh, well, it's a a long story. Let's hear Um, it um, Yeah, I was. um, I'm actually a really huge uh, horse racing fan. Love horse racing, so I thought I wanted to buy a horseshoe. So I went shopping online and I came across a site. I believe it was Ilka's site or her daughter. Her
1: daughter, Um, yeah, Elia, yeah,
4: yeah, Elia, yeah, her daughter. And I looked at the horseshoes and I thought, "Hmm, I want these ones." So. I added them to my cart, and I thought I'll message the, um, the owner where it says like, you know, you can message the owner just to ask if it was a genuine horseshoe because I really did want a genuine one. So when Ilka messaged back that it was pretty much a genuine horseshoe from one of her horses from her stable, then we got chatting because obviously then I started to understand that she was a horse trainer and owner and then I started talking about my love for horse racing So obviously I purchased um, a horseshoe for myself, I purchased one for my father and one of the ones that were painted green I purchased for my mum for a little bit of show in her house. And then I learned about Vantage Point Racing so I became a member, Um, I started following things from Ilka's site and whenever her horses race I will always put a bet on and always follow them. It's kind of become a little bit of a special thing for me to be
1: honest and you're in melbourne
4: i am in melbourne
1: and you 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 look obviously from what you've just said you look you love horse racing
4: i do very much i um every saturday i um you know study the field i put my bets on you know there's a few you know stables and jockeys that i'll always follow win or lose um midweek racing i guess you know just depending on where they're racing and what horses are racing and Although I'm a Melbourne girl, I do also follow in Sydney and also in Adelaide as well. And New Zealand. I love New Zealand racing. Their horses are very good.
1: And now you're following racing in the UK and um
4: and a tra- the UK a trainer race. in
1: Newmarket. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the UK race and I've got such such a like fondness now for UK. I'm gonna I hope to come over there one day and come and meet. Ilka yourself and everyone else from the Vantage Point Racing Club and all of the horses, um, yeah, it's become, even though I'm a Melbourne girl and I've got, you know, some favourite horses and stuff down here, there's something special about Ilka and her stable and her horses. It's, it just brings a different feeling, like it's a different kind of excitement, maybe because it's a little bit more closer to home. Even though I've never met or been over there, but I think maybe the relationship um, formed has, um, you know, it's become my favourite.
1: So you've been all over yeah. Elka's website looking at the stable and, of course, the art and horse racing as well.
4: Yeah, I've actually um, purchased, I'm just in the middle of paying for one of the paintings. I got one of Miss Bellabrand when I first joined the Vantage Point Racing Club, um, Kingwell and Miss Bellabrand were the two horses that were pretty much racing first off. Um, and actually, um, they've um, Ilkos Horses has actually bought me a little bit of money, which has been, you know, very kind. Thank you very much. Um, but I, I also just love watching them race like they, you know, wear their heart on their sleeve. They always put in a good run. Um, but yeah, so I'm getting a painting of Miss Bellabrand because I'd like to have that on my wall. And this might sound silly, but I think, you know, pat the horse every day. I just love her. I've got a real special spot for her. Um, and I've also got on i also purchased one of the jewelry pieces of the um the halter i love it i wear it every day with the charm that my dad got me my mum, and my sister so i love this so makes me feel good kind of hold it like when i need to you know make me feel happy
1: well you, you sound like the perfect member and, and so far away you must attract more australians to be a member of vantage point racing
4: i actually um now i'm starting to because i don't have many horse racing fans i kind of i feel like a little bit of a, a loner in my apart from when i go to the races in the sports bet um, marquees and stuff when i go for certain events where there's other obviously like-minded horse racing fans um you know people down here that i know and that are in my life it's more just through special events like spring carnival but a couple of friends that i have made um, i'm starting to talk to um, one who actually loves the overseas racing. So I'm going to get him onto Ilka's site. I'm catching up with them quite soon. And there's someone that I work with um, who also has like shares in different horses down here in Melbourne. He's now started to follow her horses. So whenever I know that her horses are racing, he now puts on a bet too. He's really loving it.
1: it has been a stable yes. in form as well.
4: <laughs> yeah very very important inform- when he started betting straight away it was like a couple of seconds a win another second um so it was like he started off already with just seeing like how good ilka is as a trainer and how good her horses are for me win or lose as long as the horses get back to the finish line safe that's the main thing there's always the next race
1: like you said earlier you, you must come and visit um Newmarket one day
4: I will. I actually um, was in a conversation this morning with the club to say in the next few years my um, dream is to come over, so I definitely plan on coming over in the next two to three years. Um, I'd love to meet everyone um, every time with the members when they're getting tickets to the races and stuff. Um, At least, you know, like, you know, I'll get to say, yep, I'll come because I see, you know, others going and it's like I'm down here in Melbourne and I don't get to go to the races over there to watch them race, so that would be really exciting. I think it would just be really exciting rather than messages just to be face-to-face with, um, you know, meeting with Ilka yourself and the club members, you know, like-minded people like myself when it comes to the love and passion of horse racing. It's something that I really enjoy talking about. Um, so that would be really good. And even I'm, I'm really hanging to meet her horses. I just want to pat them when I see the videos of them. It brings such a smile to my face, and I just think I'd love to be there and just be able to give him a pat, maybe have a little bit of a ride. Not that I'm any jockey or, you know, really know how to ride a horse, but just a little bit of a quiet ride would be really nice.
1: Well, thanks for joining us on the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast. It's episode 20 now. Uh, Keep following the podcast. Keep uh, adding your comments on the WhatsApp group and keep spreading the word to many other Aussies, about vantage point racing
4: i will stephen i will
1: amazing to think we've got a member from down under ilka
0: yeah i think i i gotta really um it's all down to Ilia and her little business Ilia's crafts that's how we met carolyn um so so great that we met her through her purchasing one of Ilia's lucky horseshoes and i'm we're thinking about actually with stefan's idea i think um Kingwell's sponsorship is up for renewal. So we might uh, get him sponsored by Elias Crafts. So he'll be <laughs> strutting around in a hot pink uh, cooler. But um, yeah, so th- that's how funny. The, the It's a small world, isn't it? Like racing is such an international sport. Horses bring everybody together. And then through uh, her purchasing a lucky horseshoe from Elias Crafts, She then started following all the horses. And I think the first horse, the the shoe that she bought was from Mystic Dragon. That's already a long time ago. And then she just also likes to have a little gamble here and there. And then she, you know, bought something in the gallery. And yeah, it's it's great to have supporters like that. And then she started putting all the horses of the yard in her tracker. And then it was just uh, natural that she joined the club anyhow. And she's pretty active on the, on the WhatsApp chat and just a nice, happy, positive person. Usually the races are when she's asleep and she sets her alarm clock or whatever to watch. And some horse, I guess some races are, um, pot, uh, aired over there and others she can't get. So depending on media rights or what channel it's on. Right. But she, she does try to watch them live when she can.
1: Yeah. She's very enthusiastic. And I think that uh, came through in our interview. What did you think of that, uh, Debbie, a, a member from down under?
2: I think it's really exciting to 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 get these lovely messages on WhatsApp as well from um, Australia, uh, and 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 you know we know how international racing is now, and there's the amount of televised races from America. And and Ilka, you you did mention on your um, racing TV interview, which we're going to hear more about in a minute, about your thoughts about setting up a sort a small string um back in in the land where you'd spent several happy years. Do you want, well how would that work?
0: Yeah, we're working on uh, putting together like a satellite string. I mean, it's always the chicken and egg scenario. You can only go there if you have the horses to go there. But um I've made inroads, you know, I have the connections there. We can easily have a string for Saratoga there. Um, with the right kind of ammunition. So that's what I'm kind of working on putting that together. And that would just be a dream come true because it's, that's my favorite race meet of, um, anywhere in the whole world. Good prize money also over the jumps. I mean, you need a horse that can handle fast ground for that, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a great time of year to be there. It's all of August and, um, the end of July and into the first weekend of September
1: be wonderful if we could get more members from Down Under. I did mention to Carolyn about asking her friends to join the Vantage Point Racing Club.
0: Yeah, that would be great. I know she's been talking to all her work colleagues about it. I know, I mean, if they're abroad, they can't really go racing unless they come and visit us, but it isn't like the most expensive club in the world. I I do think uh, they get enjoyment out of it, but of course it's so much better when you can be there and live and see your horse and pet your horse and visit your horse, but I think she's got um, a trip planned to come over here anyway. I guess that would be on her bucket list.
1: Yeah, she said that in our in our interview.
0: Yep, yeah, she's a a racing fanatic.
1: Well, at the moment, she can follow the club on Twitter now X at vantage point rac she can follow the podcast on soundcloud apple google spotify and for any of you who have got your um alexa on amazon music and really open to people to subscribe to the podcast and tell their friends and you can also follow art and horse racing which we'll be talking about shortly on www.artandhorseracing.com and also on Instagram at art.andhorse racing. I think it's time, Ilk, we spoke about your TV appearance on My Racing Life on Racing TV with Tom Bull. How did that all come about?
0: Yeah, it was such a surprise and so great that the producer of that show got in touch and asked me if I wanted to be on it. So I was like, yeah, obviously, definitely want to be on that. And then uh, it was great to be interviewed by Tom bull. He's such a great presenter and um, so intelligent. He actually studied Latin and Greek. So yeah, it wasn't it's was a great day. They spent a lot of time here. They saw every bit of the gallery, all the horses. It was freezing cold. That's why I kept laughing there because we, it was like painful to take your woolly hat off, but you have to do it in a little bit vain. And um, they saw all the artwork, the whole setup. Yeah. It was a great day.
1: Debbie, have you had a chance to watch it?
0: I I have. Um, what did you think of the art, Ilka? They loved it. I mean, they, we went to every single room, and he, in every room, everybody always finds something different that they like, and they're always surprised of the variety that we have. So, yeah, he was pretty impressed, I think.
1: And you can catch the, uh, the piece on YouTube.
0: Yeah, it's on their Racing TV YouTube channel, I'm on there with Sarah Humphreys and James Owen. So it's the Birded Road one because it starts with James Owen. I'm in the middle. Then it's Sarah Humphreys towards the end.
1: We must add the link to the YouTube on the bio for this podcast.
0: Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes so people can just click and watch it.
1: Have you had any feedback from any of the artists who've seen the piece?
0: Yeah, I mean some of them are from abroad so they don't really know what Racing UK is but they loved it and um said it was really from the heart and great to see all their work and it's you know it's also getting in front of a whole other audience of uh people so it's it's good. Now when I go racing people are like, "Oh, I saw you on TV." and I'm like, "Yeah, come and visit."
1: And you've got some more exhibitions planned.
0: Yeah, the gallery will be taking part in the Fresh Art Fair which takes place in April. Uh, It's April 26th to April 28th at Cheltenham Racecourse. Not during the races. It's just an art fair on the day. And then uh, it'll take part in the Petworth Antiques and Fine Art Fair, which is in May. And then towards the end of the year, it'll take part in um, Art Fair East, which is in Norwich, and that's in November. So um, anybody that wants to go to these, exhibitions or art fairs, you know, it's a, those are ticketed events. So get in touch. I'll have plenty of free tickets to go for people to, you know, use to go to the private views. And it's it's great because that fresh art fair, they get about six thousand people through the door. Um it'll like open up a whole nother audience for the art and maybe also, you never know, racehorse ownership. Who knows?
1: That'll create a few jobs for the odd job man to get the uh, art down to Cheltenham.
0: I'm gonna have to take the horse box down there, but I, yeah, Stefan is gonna have to help me hang those things because only specific screws. You don't want to be drilling into the back, you know, because it's back to back. You don't want to want to be drilling into your stand neighbor's artwork. So I will need him for that.
1: But Debbie, great to see uh, art and horse racing spreading its wings across. The country
2: i think particularly the norwich um the norwich fair will be fantastic because you know people will think hang on i've got another art gallery on the doorstep because there aren't many when you look on the map uh significant art galleries so it um i think i think that's particularly valuable um norwich hour hour and a bit maps ilka not that far is it?
0: Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm supporting it as well, because it's a quite new art fair and um, yeah, it's on the doorstep and they want to really grow that into, you know, a spectacular event. So it sounds good. I I went to see it this year or 2023. I went to see it as a visitor just to get a feel of it. Also, there's something called affordable art fair. They do like a spring and an autumn one in Battersea. We could get a stand there as well, but the stands are quite expensive. So, um, it's good th- getting the feedback from these kind of organizers that they like the gallery and the work that's in the gallery, you know, yeah. shows that I'm on the right track. Cause it's not easy. You know, it's a, this whole application process to get into those, ga- into those events. And, um, I'm like, Hey, here I am. And they're like, Oh, this is cool. Yeah. You can be part of it. So we're all systems go. I don't do anything half ass. I, say that? I think it's oh, a compliment
2: it my- as you said that, that that you know you're 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 being invited and accepted in. Um, it's uh, it, it's testament to to what to what you've achieved there.
0: Yeah, because it's kind of like you can't just apply. They say register your interest to apply, and then then they get back to you and they say yes, you may apply, and then they then they get back to you and they say yes, your application has been accepted. So yeah, um, let's do it. Let's um, show them. What international contemporary art is, so I mean, yeah, that's what it's going to be British and international contemporary art, and then I do have the occasional 19th century painting. Um, I'm learning more and more about that too, uh, about that era of art, so I can be better at selling it. You need to know your stuff, right?
1: Ilka, any more artists in the pipeline i know on the website at the moment you've got 24 at art and horse racing
0: yes actually by the time this podcast airs there's, there's probably going to be 25 or 26 on there because the website is constantly being updated i have another artist lucy mclaren that is a specialist in sporting art from scotland i mean she goes between scotland and london um i'm waiting on her she's painted also cricket art for me Steven, you're going to have to come and see. It's it's drying at the moment. Um, It's not here yet. So Lucy McLaren is going to be new up on the website. Then Claire Brownlow that we didn't really mention. She's already on the website. She's the one that paints with pheasant feathers. She'll actually be at the Cheltenham Gold Cup with her own stand. If anybody's there, they can go see it. And afterwards, I'll be representing her with certain artworks. And then I have another... Artist that's from York. He's an annual badge holder at York. He's bringing me down some beautiful oil paintings, very racing specific ones. So come and see those. um He's not on the website yet, but um, like I said, check back on the website when this airs. You'll be in for a surprise. And then we'll need to get another artist on here.
1: Yeah, I must interview the cricket artist, I think.
0: Yeah, she does like anything sporting art. And I said to her, you must paint something cricket for me <laughs> I already told her about you I said my co-host is a cricket fanatic so it's just for you Stephen
1: well, it sounds like all going well with art and horse racing uh, amazing to think you 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 won't need to correct me this time but um, we've only you've only been going less than 12 months
0: yeah I know it's um the newsletter has grown like to 400 people that's not bad right Um, yeah, it's just growing on its own. It's organic. It's it's almost like the gallery is alive, you know, like I just feed it and it grows. So nurturing it, it's, I'm looking after it. And it's it's going to take off now. I just need to get in front of the right crowd that's used to buying art. you know, if people aren't really, if I'm like telling George, come and buy some art, you know, you need to wrap your head around that step. But like, if you get in front of people that are like going to art fairs, because they're there to buy art it's a whole nother ball game isn't it
1: a great boost to all the artists though their their work's getting spread around the country
0: yeah because you need to basically be vetted before you um, take part in these events so um yeah it's a big badge of honor
1: before we sign off for ilka just remind listeners of the dates of these exhibitions
0: Yeah. Dates for the diary. So it's fresh art fair at Cheltenham, April 26th to April 28th, Petworth fine art and antique fair, uh, May 17th to May 19th and art fair East in Norwich in November, um, November 7th to November 10th, I believe. Yeah, that's it.
1: And we'll keep reminding listeners of those dates. Uh, in future podcasts and next next month we're on to episode 21 i don't know whether we send ourselves a card for the 21st episode <laughs> anything else for yeah. episode 20
0: no i think that's it we we covered a lot of ground and we'll have some nice uh, special guests on next time uh as well so maybe a new artist as well so we'll see plenty to talk about hopefully more winners to talk about in the next episode as well
1: and thanks again for coming back on the show, Debbie. We missed you last time because we were a bit, bit – uh, we didn't have a production order. We just sort of rambled on a bit. So uh, thanks for adding a bit of structure to the show.
2: I oh, know it's 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 good to hear the progress. It's brilliant. Thanks for listening.
0: And if anybody's interested, I do a weekly newsletter on a Thursday for the gallery. So go to www.artandhorseracing.com to sign up, and we'll – See you in February. Bye. Join the Vantage Point Racing Club today. Watch the horses that you put your money in run their race. Free racing tickets. Meet the horses and the team, including the jockey, trainer, physio, and everyone else. Come to open days and get a welcome gift. Get weekly updates on all the horses in the club. New to racing, not to worry. You will learn all about it ask questions anytime tune into my month-to-month podcast featuring racehorse ownership info and more all just for 20 pounds a month we look forward to meeting you here at St. Wendrick's if you love racing come and share it